Hey everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of the last five years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 15 years of experience being a busy working mom. I put everybody else first for so long, I knew it was finally time to figure out how to pour life into myself so that I could be the best version for others. And that is when life really started to take off for me. Now I'm bringing that all together and giving it over to you through this podcast. We will be releasing a new episode every Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. podcast, I wanted to talk to you guys about vacation hacks. See, I came back yesterday from vacation. We went to Salt Lake City, Utah and met some friends in a really cool Airbnb. And on the way home, oh my gosh, we actually had quite a disaster. So what was supposed to be a 12-hour drive home ended up being 16 hours. So um, I don't know if you've ever been through Wyoming, but it's super windy. And this time of year, the um, they tend to close the interstate from time to time due to weather. I mean, the interstate kind of goes through this, this valley of mountains. And so... They literally closed the interstate almost the entire length of Wyoming. So we had to go clear up north. We went almost three, actually over 300 miles, almost 350 miles out of the way in order for us to get back home. So, I mean, I'm telling you, the ride home was kind of nuts, but that's not really why I wanted to talk to you today about the podcast. But with that being said, I had a lot of time to think about um, this podcast. And I had another episode that I was going to release, but I thought, you know what, this is fresh on my mind. And I wanted to be sure to get it out to you while it was fresh on my mind. So um, yesterday was a whole slew of excuses for today to be a reason to derail. But instead, I chose to be intentional. Um, and I thought that I could bring some of that insight to you guys today for the podcast. So instead of getting right to work bright and early this morning, like I normally would have, I actually chose to get everything back on track first. So instead of eating like crap for one more day, I took the opportunity to get all of our stuff put away, laundry thrown in, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but then I looked through the refrigerator, the freezer, the cupboards to try to decide what all I have that I can make do for the week because honestly, in my like mom brain of, okay, I got to make sure I have meals ready. I got to make sure, you know, we get all the housekeeping done, etc. cetera. Uh, I decided to take a minute and do I really need to go to the store and add one more thing to my already busy plate? Um, so what I did is I actually pressed the pause button. And as you've heard me preach in the past about having a plan B for when plan A doesn't work out, this is the prime 
example of when that um, is a time that that could be used. Y'all, this is the main reason I was able to get back on track right after getting back from this vacation. So vacation was super fun. It was super laid back. Um, but the ride home was a total disaster. And if you are a normal human being, you could have used that as an excuse or a reason to just continue eating like crap. I'll be honest, like I didn't eat 100% the best. Um, I didn't plan to. I planned to have a little bit more fun, um, but I knew that when it was time to come back, it was time to get back to being diligent about what I want to achieve for my goals. And so how I decided to do that, um, instead of eating like crap for one more day, I took the opportunity to um, you know, look through everything that we have on hand Um, And this goes back to that plan B like I was talking about. We had a freezer full of plan Bs because at at random points, I have taken a little bit of extra steps to you know, freeze additional food to um, get a meat that might be a little bit more uh, on the less expensive side and put it in the freezer right away. Um, So that just kind of goes back to the whole plan B thing. And when you get home from a long vacation, you know, honestly, the last thing you want to have to do is go to the store and create a meal or a menu for the week and, you know, exhaust yourself even more on top of already being tired from traveling. Um, So we had a freezer full, like I said, of plan Bs. So I got to work. I made out my menu for the week. And remember, I do this every single week. This week was a little bit different because again, vacation. So I took today, which today's Tuesday, and I made a list of menu items. So what can I have for tonight? What can I have for tomorrow? I'm going to go over all that with you. But um, having this menu planned for the remainder of the week, including lunches, including what I can have for breakfast, and even Saturday because we have Henley's dance recital on Saturday. So that day is going to be super crazy. Um, you guys, I have a family of five and two of them are huge eaters. So here is what I found. I found a roast. It's like a three pound roast. I found three different two pound packages of ground beef. I found a whole bunch of chicken sausages and then one package of two pounds of pre-cooked pulled chicken. I also have a ton of tuna packets in the pantry and a, a bag of grilled chicken strips and another bag of pulled chicken. Um, so if I'm really in a bind, I can use those. So I mix all of these items with some of the other items in the freezer, such as sweet potato fries, frozen hamburger, hot dog buns, a lot of freezer veggies, and bacon. So I want to, I guess, give you guys a little bit of insight that, yeah, we do eat real food. Kids eat real food. I don't make my kids eat like, you know, paleo, that kind of stuff. They're kids. You know what? I'm also somebody that eats like a real human being. I don't want to have chicken and broccoli at every single meal, nor do I think that you should. So yeah, we have a freezer full of hamburger buns and hot dog buns and, um, you know, French fries and things like that. But it's what, it's how you eat it. It's what you pair it with that really matters. So some of these other staples that no matter what I typically have on hand are rice and potatoes. So if you store these correctly, they will keep for a very long time. So there's really no reason to not ever have those kinds of things on hand. So you want to store them in a cool, dark place so that they can breathe. And a lot of times, especially potatoes, they can 
last for up to six months if you store them correctly. Um, so I keep them, honestly, we have a, a little laundry room that's kind of also our pantry, and we keep them in a potato basket on the floor. Um, and then I keep, you know, we have our huge bag of rice that we get from the wholesale food store. And I keep a portion of it in an airtight uh, container so that um, I can use it whenever I need. So it's handy. I'm not going to want to drag my 50-pound bag of rice out every time I need to get some rice. So I keep a portion of it in a smaller airtight container that I can just grab. Um, so canned goods are also always really good to have on hand. Any kind of beans, corn, tomato sauces, um, other kinds of sauces like pasta sauces, marinara, that kind of stuff. You can always make a rice bowl out of some sort of, you know, um, pepper or or beans or things like that. Salsa, if you have ground beef or chicken, you can always make some kind of a rice bowl. So after taking inventory of everything that I have on hand, I really don't need anything except for we might need a gallon of milk. Um, but I've got my menu planned out for the week now. A week of dinners, I looked at my calendar so I know how many of these meals are gonna have to be super quick. And quite honestly, most of my weeknight meals are super quick anyways. But tonight we're having pulled chicken sandwiches. So there's this pulled chicken that I buy at the Whole Foods store that it's two pounds of smoked pulled chicken and it's really good. But I just have, you know, hamburger buns that I pulled out of the freezer. We're going to have this pulled chicken. I probably won't have the hamburger bun, but the family needs those carbs. Um, we have athletes in the house. So they need to be eating a good carbohydrate. Um, and I'm going to pair that, you know, with a salad mix that needs to get used up. Tomorrow night, we're having chicken tortilla soup from the freezer. So the last time I made chicken tortilla soup, I made a huge batch and I froze half of it right away. So we're going to pair this with chips and salsa. And then that's also dance night. So it's so nice and easy to have a freezer meal that I can just pull out really quick. Um, so it doesn't get too late by the time we get back from Henley's dance. So Thursday, we're going to have tacos. Um, we have a lot of canned beans and taco shells on hand. Um, and I also have a block of cheese that I pulled from the freezer. And so by that night, it should be ready for me to grade and have um, for our taco night. So I have some fresh zucchini that I'll chop up and serve on the side with that, with that as well. Um, on Friday, um, it's going to be super nice because that's the other thing is I always look at the weather too. Are there nights that we can grill because it is so nice to get outside when you can. And so I always, if I can, implement a night or two of grilling as well. So on Friday, we're going to grill these chicken sausages. And you guys, I found these, um, they're like bratwurst, but if you've ever had a bratwurst, it's usually more fat than protein. I found these chicken they're essentially chicken brats, and there's only four grams of fat per sausage. So I pulled those from the freezer. We're going to have those along with hot dogs because I know the, um, the little ones won't want to eat the chicken sausages. But I'm going to have those, and then I'm going to pair that actually with some sweet potato fries that I have in the freezer. And then Saturday for breakfast... I always have pancake mix on hand. We've always usually got bacon in the freezer and then we go, we buy our eggs in bulk. So, um, you know, we'll obviously have eggs too. 
And they usually last quite a while if you store them properly as well. Um, and then for lunch that day, I pulled uh, I pulled out some non bread from the freezer, so it'll be thawed out by the time we need to use it. And I love this non bread because um, you literally just have all the ingredients to make pizza, and we can make pizza from the non bread. And then for dinner Saturday, my roast will be thawed out, so I will be able to put that in the crock pot in the morning. And then along with some potatoes, and then we have frozen green beans that we'll have with some of the leftover bacon. So it's so convenient and easy when you're able to look through everything that you have on hand. Not only that, but you're going to save a ton of money by not having to pick up groceries for the week. Um, so some things that help when preparing food is to always have like chicken stock on hand and frozen already chopped up peppers and onions. So when I have a little bit of extra time, I'm going to be chopping vegetables and putting them into the freezer so that I can just grab them when I am in a hurry and I don't have time to be chopping vegetables. I grab them out of the freezer and use them as I need them. Um, so having a freezer and a pantry full of plan B items has saved me an entire week of grocery shopping along with, let's not even mention the lack of not having to stress out about what we're going to eat just after getting back from vacation. So I've already got next week's plans started. I've started my online grocery cart so that I can just continue to add to it when I need to for the rest of the week. And since I have everything already planned through Saturday, there's no need to worry about stressing about getting to the store. Um, you know, if I need to pick up milk or something, that's just super quick. That doesn't really even count. Um, so some things that have helped come helped me to come up with, um, you know, coming home from vacation and not having to stress about this kind of thing is the organization, um, before I go on vacation. So this sort of organization was having a clean home to come home, clean house to come home to. Um, so I was able to throw laundry in right away, unpack right away, get food prepared for lunches right away. So for lunch, all I did was thought out some ground beef. I love to have ground beef with frozen peas. I mean, the peas are in the freezer, so they're not going to go bad. And then with rice. So I made some rice really quick. Um, and I cleaned out any of the old items from the fridge um, because you don't want to, um, you know, have produce that stinks after a while. So I got the dishwasher loaded and ran it through right away. So this literally took me less than an hour to do all of these things to ensure that the rest of my week I am back on track. Um, so it helps tremendously when you have plan B's all over the place paired with getting things put away immediately and going through your stuff right away. So before we left on vacation, I also went through the fridge to be sure to get rid of anything so that we don't come home to something smelling really bad while we were gone. And then um, I kept things that I knew would still be good um, for when we got home. So the day before we left, I went and bought some items that I knew would be nice to come home to. I got some fresh berries, um, a salad mix, and then some zucchini. In all honesty, this vacation, I really didn't put food or exercise as a high priority. Um, I, you know, having just came off of competition prep, I haven't had much of a break in workouts. And I'm a huge believer in taking what's called deload weeks or complete rest weeks. You can do, you know, you on this, whatever you wish. But um, I like to call it a deload week. It's either a week where I'm not going to be doing too much in the gym or a week where I'm just going to give it a full rest. Maybe I'll just try to keep my activity up. So our bodies go through a lot week after week, and this helps me to not only give my body a rest, but to also keep me cognitively motivated. Um, 
you know, it helps me to stay on track too. So I literally always say slow and steady wins the race. So if you're killing it in the gym, full throttle for 16, 18, 20, 30 weeks straight, you're literally asking for burnout. So the number one biggest thing that successfully fit people have done or have in common is sustainability and rest. So this is literally a topic in and of itself for an entire podcast, but it's basically, I just wanted to tell you why I don't beat myself up for not working out on vacation um, every single day and not eating perfectly on par. Uh, When I get back from vacation, um, you know, that's when I'm going to focus more on nutrient density versus calories. So I want to spend my time on vacation making memories and enjoying the moment. I've gone on vacations in the past where I've, you know, brought all of my food and worked out every day. And those are the memories that I made. All right. Not being in the moment with my family. And I can tell you 100% successfully that I was 100% present with my family on this vacation and it was wonderful. So, and in the past, um, I've gotten where I had a complete free for all when it comes to food. I really, you know, don't have that anymore. Um, I really don't overeat anymore. And I credit this to having a good relationship with food. After years of struggling in the field of bodybuilding and quote unquote, not being able to eat, or I can't have this, or I can't have that, and making literally a bucket list of food items for when I was done, that is a recipe for disaster and quick fat gain. I didn't say weight gain, I said fat gain. Um, So I've gotten past that. And it's been a much more enjoyable lifestyle when you can let bad, you know, that bad relationship with food go. Again, this is another topic for another podcast, but I just want to reiterate why it's important to continue to have a good relationship with food and to not beat yourself up when you go on vacation. I'm not saying eat everything but the kitchen sink, but what I am saying is make it enjoyable, make it memorable, and don't beat yourself up about it. Come right back home and get right back on track. So you'll realize that food is your friend and meant to not only help you, but to also be enjoyed. And life becomes a lot easier and such times as vacation become a lot more enjoyable too. So we've talked all about how to prepare for taking off on vacation so you're not coming home to a complete disaster, how to come home from vacation and get right back on track, including going through all of your food items to have that plan B, also talking about enjoying yourself while on vacation. But let's talk for a minute about how to eat when you're on vacation. Because I will tell you, the whole time can't be a complete free-for-all. Number one, you're not gonna feel very good. And I know for myself, I wanna still feel good even though I'm on vacation. I don't want it to just be about eating whatever and then you feel sluggish, you, you know, you're foggy, you're tired. Um, I don't wanna feel that way. I still wanna feel good and energetic. So how do you do that? First of all, know that it takes 3,500 calories to equal one pound of body fat. 
And if your vacation was anything like mine, my activity was a lot lower than normal too. So I wasn't burning as many calories. So I was while I was there, um, you know, I know that I don't want to be gaining like a pound of body fat for every day that I'm on vacation. So keeping your activity a little bit higher and then also go to the grocery store when you get there. Um, so while I was there, I went to the store and I picked up some you know, supplies just to ensure that I was successful um, as much as I wanted to be. I could have gone full on meal plan, food prep, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to kind of enjoy a little bit of both. So I went and picked up a few items. um, And then we also stayed at a place that had a full kitchen. So for breakfast, I would make my eggs to make sure I was getting my protein amount Um, And then I would have my eggs on the side of whatever, you know, we took turns, everybody making different meals. And so whatever that, you know, that and family would make, I would still eat that. It would just be a smaller portion along with my clean protein on the side. Um, So I was able to enjoy what other people were making, but also know that I'm still achieving my goals too. And then, you know, when it was like casseroles and stuff like that, I would, of course, eat it. I would just eat, you know, a portion that I knew um, would be a, a decent amount for me. And then I just wouldn't worry about protein too much. Um, so I would just watch my overall portions. <clears throat> and then when it came to like ice cream or desserts or things like that, I usually would split it with my kids or, or my husband so that I could enjoy, but it wouldn't feel like total crap afterwards from like a sugar high. So I think the biggest takeaway for the next time you go on vacation is to not overthink your food choices. The main point of vacation is to enjoy yourself and make good memories. But I also think people make mistakes by like over enjoying yourself. So let's make choices like in a healthy way. You know, there's no reason why you can't enjoy yourself, but also think, how is this going to make me feel if I have a ton? Um, you know, for example, one of the days we went to a restaurant and I had a really delicious pulled pork salad. And then I had an IPA. I totally enjoy my beer and I wanted to make sure I had a beer on the side. So I had my beer and I compromised with my delicious salad. I even put that one up on my story. So it was very tasty. I enjoyed myself too. So make it a point to choose healthy food and how you're going to feel after you eat something so that um, you're not being overly indulgent. And this is something that I've learned to express as being a coach for my fifth year now is that when you give people that are kind of all or nothing type of people, when you give them quote unquote cheat days or cheat meals, they are literally going to hammer in whatever they can. I mean, it's going to be crappy quality, high calorie, um, low nutritional value food. So... I am trying to kind of retrain this thought into a lot of my clients' minds that those are just choices that don't belong in your lifestyle anymore. Do you want to maybe have a bite of somebody's nacho? Sure, go for it. But you don't need to order the whole thing yourself. You know, you really need to think now, how am I going to feel? How is this going to make for the rest of my day? Is it going to make me um, feel sluggish and want to just lay on the couch and not play with my kids for the rest of the day? I don't really want to feel that way. So these are principles that it's very important to start instilling. It's, it's 
they're principles that I'm starting to instill in my clients' minds and lives. Um, and this is also a part of our last diet ever that is launching very soon. This is exactly the stuff that we go through. We honestly take out all of the bullshit and put in only the information that you need to know in order to be successful. We can sure bore you with, um, you know, more of this nutritional smarts type of stuff, but we know based off of the thousands of clients that we've worked with in our cumulative years of experience at Envision, what you need to know and what is just a waste of your time and a waste of your money. So all of this information is molded together just for you in our one easy course that also comes along with coaching. Okay, guys, if you liked this episode, which I hope you did, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications so that you don't miss a beat. We'd love it if you'd share this podcast to your Instagram story, your Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.